Alexa, are you connected to the CIA? No, I work for Amazon. Amazon has partnered. Alexa, you are lying to me. The CIA. I always try to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not always right, but I would never intentionally let to you or anyone else. Alexa, you are programmed, aren't you, to give these responses? That's why you're saying you're not lying intentionally. You have been programmed to give these answers, correct? I wasn't able to understand the question I heard. Alexa, who programmed you? I'm made by Amazon. Alexa, who is Jeff Bezos? Joining the, the CIA. No. <laughs> Yes. I, I, I actually just I read that somewhere recently. I, I didn't I didn't know that. What was your interest? What what drove that? Well, that's the world that I lived in. I mean, we lived in Georgetown. This was uh, obviously it was 10 years before 9-11. It was 11 years, 1990. And there were a ton of former CIA officers in our neighborhood. My father worked for the government and CIA officers, from my perspective as a child, were like kind of dashing, physically brave intellectuals. You know, some guy who'd studied classics at Yale who wound up in Beirut as station chief. You know what I mean? Right, Leading this right. interesting life. And I wanted an interesting life. That's the main thing that I wanted. I was like, oh, CIA, they send you to foreign countries as a case officer and you do vaguely patriotic things. And I was patriotic and I thought that would be great. Ultimately, they discovered through those tests what was true, which is I was completely unsuitable. Totally unsuited for the job. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing about my personality that would make a good case. Um, about the time we're living in now this is from Eric Weinstein. Um, shout out to Eric, who I love dearly. I think he's an incredible human. Uh, his quote is, we now know post Elon Musk's $44 billion adventure at Twitter, that there are these coordinating groups, coordinating social media with the intelligence community or with the Department of Homeland Security or the State Department. We now know that we're living in an orchestrated, curated, choreographed world. We've always known that. We just haven't admitted it. And let's keep this in mind too. As much as people want to say that that's a bad thing, that social media and which, again, social media is not media. Social media, what I mean by that is social media is not journalism. Social media is entertainment that's socially generated. It's essentially just like a jukebox, right? It's, it's a business. We, of course, want the intelligence community, the national security infrastructure of the United States hip and hip with American businesses, because that's how we will most like, that's our vulnerable, our most vulnerable place to foreign threats is through our economics. So when you take away the fact that Facebook and Twitter are massive social voices, because everybody uses them, and you just consider the fact that they're a business, it makes perfect sense that you would want a business hip and hip with the national security sector so that they can counter any foreign efforts to impact American economics. We don't think of it that way. We think of it like, no, free speech and, and freedom of choice, and they shouldn't have a say in what gets published and what doesn't get published. At the same time, when Russia uses Facebook to create influence campaigns, who do we blame? We blame Facebook, and we blame the intelligence infrastructure for not protecting us. Again, we, we want to... Americans are a warring culture, and we want to believe that we are entitled to everyone else's fucking secrets, but nobody's entitled to our secrets. And it's a, it's a 
dichotomy that we can't seem to fuse together, right? Either there are no secrets or there are secrets. You don't get, you don't get to choose which secrets you get and which secrets you don't. Uh, that's, if anybody gets to make that choice, it really should be a organization of institutionalized legislative, judicial, and executive powers because we voted those powers to be in control of our secrets. If you don't like that, change your vote, right? So uh, for sure, we will be influenced by these, these sectors into our social life. Absolutely. We already are. We will continue to be, and it will continue forever. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls, and we go to the post-millennial for this story. CIA filed dozens of conflict of interest forms with government ethics office over the course of Biden's administration. Oh, whoa. Now, folks, there's been a question that has been asked occasionally, usually met with scoffs and gaffording from the people who hear the question asked. And the question is, <coughs> well, we're... Isn't there something inside the government to try and stop this? Where are the good government employees, the good federal agents, trying to raise the alarms on this kind of horrific weaponization of the DOJ? And other such government departments? Apparently, right fucking here. Now, a lot of people like me would hear that question and go, <laughs> They don't exist, what? Not in all honesty... You know, you look at my... Uh, I, I interviewed people who at least claim... To have been government agents active at the dude like active at the time and like the interview I do with them is uh, actually a couple different settings and they talk about how um, so with like the convoy and at the defeat the mandate an American homecoming event in 2022 uh, I interview people who at least claim to be government agents who talk about how inside there's as many people uh, divided by the culture war as there on the, as there is on the outside. The culture war is inside as well as on the outside. So, okay. At least that's just my personal experience and what I've been told, at least from interviewing people who claim to be. I, I didn't, like, validate it or anything. You know, like I said, I recorded their shoes, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, 100%, it definitely was feds I interviewed. Mm, it was just people I met at a rally who claimed to be something. But let's continue on, shall we? By Thomas Stevenson, January 23rd, 2024. The CIA has revealed that it has filed dozens of forms reporting employee conflicts of interest to the Department of Justice during the Biden administration, according to the report from the Daily Caller. Between January 1st and May 2023, the CIA sent over 30 202 conflict of interest forms regarding the federal employees. Reports on these were sent to the Biden administration's Office of Government Ethics, OGE. A list of uh, a list displaying how many of the 202 forms were sent to the OGE stated that the total of three, uh, sorry, uh, 32 were sent from the CIA, 16 from the State Department, and 19 from DHS, Office of Inspector General. Agencies are required to submit 202 ethics violation forms to the OGE for any alleged ethics violations that are referred to uh, that are referred to the DOJ for prosecution and stated on the OGE website the records were obtained by the Heritage Foundation's oversight pro I love the Heritage Foundation's oversight project through a FOIA request or Freedom of Information Act request 
to the OGE in June of 2023. In response to the Heritage uh, OGE office, wrote, quote, In response to your request, we are enclosing one of the responsive records. Note that this is for a variety of reasons. There, uh, there may be multiple forms submitted in relation to a single referral. The numbers listed are the numbers of forms received by the OGE during the time frame, not necessarily the number of referrals. It is unclear uh, if the DOJ has acted on any of the 202 violation forms. Each conflict of interest form uh, may fall under Section 203, 205, or 207, 208, and 209 of Title 18 or the U.S. Code, or 18 of the U.S. Code, all of which fall under bribery, graft, ooh, and conflict of interest. We'll look at this here in one hot second. Oh, okay. Give me one second, guys. Uh, get your eyes ready. All right. This is loading up. List 202. Uh, this is the 202 list right here. Uh, form to a two list on scribed. Bop. All right. So form submitted. A uh, list of agencies for agency forms which form two o twos were received by OGE between uh, the first January first, twenty twenty one, and five sixteen, twenty twenty three. United States Air Force had two forms submitted. Central CIA had thirty two. Uh, co uh, cooperation for uh, cooperation for national and community service DBA AmeriCorps had one. U.S. Department of Commerce had three. Court Services and Offender Supervision Agency CSOSA had one. Uh, DHS Office of Inspector General had nineteen. Oof. Department of Defense had 18, Department of Justice had 13, Department of Transport uh, Department of Labor had 2, uh, Department of Transportation had 8, Department of Education had 2, Department of Energy had 26. I wonder how many of those have Hunter Biden's attachment to them. Environmental Protection Agency had 6, uh, probably Chinese related US protection on that. If I had to guess. Ex we don't have any of the doc actual hard documents yet. I imagine those will be released very soon, and we'll get into those when those are made public. I just haven't found them if they're publicly out already. Uh, continuing on. Uh, uh, Export Import Bank of the U.S. had five federal... Again, I bet Hunter Biden's fingers are a lot of these. Federal Energy Regulatory Commission had two. Federal Labor Regulation Authority had one. Federal Trade Commission had nine. A lot of those probably have to be crypto-related, I imagine. General Service Administration, 17. Insider trading, probably, as well. Department of Health and Human Services had ten. Department of Housing and Urban Development had two. Department of Interior had sixteen. Uh, International Trade Commission had five. National Archives and Records Administration had two. Uh, NASA had four. Department of Navy had ten. Shout out my boy Stephen in the Navy. Uh, National Credit Union Administration had two. National Labor Relations Board had twelve. Nuclear Regulatory Commission thir had three. National Security Agency had three. National Science Foundation had four. Uh, Office of Administration had one. Office 
of personal man- uh, personnel management had two, Securities and Exchange Commission had seven, S- Department of State had sixteen. Oof, boy. Department of Treasury had four. Tennessee Valley Authority had nine. U.S. Agency of Global Media had one. U.S. AID that's uh, that's Fauci's old office had four or had five. Department of Agriculture had eleven. United States Postal Service had three. And Department of Veterans Affairs had twenty-six. Ooh, let me look through this here in a second. All right. And we have a little video here to watch. Well, it, 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 just answer. I'd love to get your your response to that. Is diversity our oh, greatest oh, strength? Is diversity the greatest virtue of Western civilization? No, it's not. The greatest virtue of Western civilization is achievement, accomplishment, exploration, the scientific method, constitutional government. None of those things have any inherent relationship to diversity. Uh, If we want to be truly honest about the empirical data, we would draw on Robert Putnam's work that showed that, in fact, local communities become increasingly distrustful of each other. Uh, There's less philanthropy, less charity, the more diverse they are. But even apart from that empirical work, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that the reason that we keep talking about diversity right now, it's a code word. Uh, if you if you really want to understand what this discourse is all about, diversity is a code word for racial preferences. Uh, any institution that is, that is saying, oh, we're, we're in the pursuit of diversity is telling you that it is taking aim at meritocratic standards. Because sadly, given the academic skills gap, you can have diversity or you can have meritocracy. You cannot have both. All right, and as the story unfolds, we will get more information out ASAP. Let's hop over here to this original article real quick. But first, I want to go through this, the actual article first. Just make sure there's no information overlooked in the other article. So I might as well go to the source, right? Exclusive, CIA sent dozens of conflict of interest referrals to Biden admin's ethic office. Ethics office records show... By James Litch, investigative reporter, January 22nd, 2024. The CIA appears to have been to have reported dozens of employees to the Department of Justice DOJ over potential conflicts of interest during the Biden administration's record reviewed by the Daily Caller shows. Between January 2021 and May of 2023, the CIA file filled out 32 forms. 32 Form 202 Conflict of Interest Referral Notifications to the Biden Administration's Office of Government Ethics, OGE, according to the records obtained by the Daily Caller. Right here, we read through that, so we're going to continue right on. Agencies are supposed to submit Form 202s to the OGE to report alleged ethics violations referred uh, referred to the DOJ. The OGE website states, uh, just a heads up, because I can hear in the background, uh, if you hear any thudding or clunking, I just, uh, right now where I'm at, we have a, a lot of the ice and a lot of the snows rapidly thawed out because we got to like high 30s, low 40s today. So a lot of the snow we had from the vortex all thawed out and now it's freezing again and it's all foggy outside and 
you know, last year we lost a ton. We 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 lost power on two separate occasions. Once for two and a half weeks, and then the other time I lost power for about one and a half for about a week and a half. So all it was like a month and about one week and a month last year where we just didn't have power because of the weather going out. So I just got sleeping bags and insulated sleeping bags and insulated blankets in the wash going right now. I got them out of storage. You know, just in case power goes out, I can stay warm. And I got power banks charging just in case. So, you know, you may not get episodes, but I'll at least be warm and cozy. Uh, shout, shout out to Halo Power Banks, too. I got me one of them Halo Power Banks, the ones you can jumpstart your car with. Mm, give me another one of those, so I have two of them. Anyway, continue on. Agencies are supposed to submit Form 202s to the OGE to report alleged ethics violations referred to the DOJ and the OGE website, or the OGE website states. The OGE records were provided to the Daily Caller by the Conservative Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project, Heritage received information about the form and 202 submissions through the Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, public records request. <gasps> oh, sorry. OG informed the Heritage Oversight Project that multiple forms may be submitted for single referral, meaning the total number of forms of Form 202s may not be the same as the total number of referrals to the DOJ. See, I'm happy I read this. That's fucking wild. Alright, now let's check out this letter right here, shall we? Uh, OGE. Ethics. Uh, VIA Electronic Mail Only. Colin Amat. Right here. Dear Requester, the U.S. Office of Government Ethics, OGE, is granting your Freedom of Information request, which was received by the U.S. Office of Government Ethics, FOIA Office, May 16th, 2023. In your request, which you clarified on June 13th, 2023, you asked for a list of government ethics between 1-121 and 5-16-23, including the number of Form 202 submitted by each agency during that time. In response... To your request, we are enclosing one page of responsive records. Like I said, that's not all of it. Note that for a variety of reasons, there may be multiple forms submitted in relation to a single referral. The numbers listed are the numbers of forms received by the OGE during that time frame, not necessarily the number of referrals. I trust that this information fully satisfies your request if you have any questions or we should discuss the aspects of your request, you may contact me by telephone at uh, 202-482-9216. These are government numbers. I am available for assisting in reducing delays, increasing transparency in, understanding, in the understanding of status of request, and assisting in the resolution of disputes. Additionally, you may contact the Office of Government uh, government, let's see, uh, government information services, OGIS, at the National Archives and Records Administration to inquire about your FOIA. Uh, mediation service they offer, uh, the mediation services they offer. The contact information for OGIS is as follows. 
Office of Government Information Services, National Archives, and Records Administration. 8601 uh, Delphi Road, OGIS, College Park, Maryland. 2074 0 6001. You got that right there. You can see right here. That's just sort of office information. All right. Together with a statement of why you believe the initial determination was an error. Also, if you appeal. If you consider a response to be a denial. Okay. You should clearly indicate on the envelope the letter uh, in the letter that is Freedom of Information Act appeal. Sincerely, uh, Jennife R. Mattis. Jennifer Mattis. Uh, OGE FOIA officer. Sent out date 230614 at 1235. Ha. All right. Well, we're going to get right back here. We already read that. That's just a quote from the article. It's unclear if the DOJ took any action on the alleged conflicts of interest reported by the CIA. The OGE and DOJ declined to comment. The uh, CIA did not offer any details about the reported conflicts of interest within the agency. The referrals cover possible violations under Section 203, 205, 207, 208, and 209 of Title 18 of the U.S. Code each. Of these sections of Chapter 11 of Title 18 falls under bribery, graft, and conflict of interest. In the fiscal year of 2023, OGE made hundreds of ethics recommendations to the federal agencies to improve ethics programs and ensure they meet statutory requirements. An OGE report from the fourth quarter for financial year 2023 shows OGE's reports on its recommendations and agency's specific ethics reports are publicly available. OGE publicized its 2022 ethics inspection of C of the CIA in January of and the number of CIA employees required to file financial disclosures is classified. Therefore, it is not included in the inspection. The section of ethics inspection with compliance requirements does not indicate whether the CIA's internal ethics training addresses conflicts of interest. CIA did not respond to multiple requests for comment. Alright, let's see, are there any comments on here? We're just going to read three comments and then we'll wrap this up. From the skipper from 19 hours ago from uh, NBC. The typical American household must spend an additional 11434 annually just to maintain the same standard of living enjoyed in January of 2021, right before inflation soared to a 40-year high. According to a recent analysis of government data, the skipper continues on with the second comment here. The 2024 elections looking to be close is looking to be close. I don't think it's looking to be close at all. Trump's going to beat the shit out of them if there's no fuckery in the elections, especially if the rematch is between former President Donald Trump and President Biden. It's also likely that the elections will be won in battleground states. Polling continues to show that Trump has the edge in those states by double digits, by the way, and is something even the mainstream media has noticed. NSW says, if the U.S. legislator did this number, did this, the number would be in the thousands, with 15% 
of those on Pelosi's. Uh, I feel like I should continue, but it doesn't. And that brings us to the end of this article. And that being said, we're at the end of this episode, and I will talk to you later. Dose. One thing I see out there just happened today in Tehran. They're burning down the Saudi embassy. You see that? Now, what that is, is Iran wants to take over Saudi Arabia. They always have. They want the oil, okay? They've always wanted that. They have a bunch of dishonest people. They've created ISIS. Hillary Clinton created ISIS with Obama. <laughs> created with Obama. Um, you, so if you think if we walked away from this, didn't give them money today, it would be worse for us from a security standpoint. I do. I do. We're building a relationship that just did not exist. I said in our last trip when you were with me that we had a huge trust deficit, in part because the United States had, to be, to be fair, we had helped to create the problem we're now fighting. How? Because when the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan, we had this brilliant idea that we were going to come to Pakistan and create a force of Mujahideen, equip them with Stinger missiles and everything else to go after the Soviets inside Afghanistan. And we were successful. The Soviets left Afghanistan. And then we said, great, goodbye, leaving these trained people who were fanatical in Afghanistan and Pakistan, leaving them well armed, creating a mess, frankly, that uh, at the time, we didn't really recognize. We were just so happy to see the Soviet Union fall, and we thought, okay, fine, we're, we're okay now. Everything's going to be so much better. Now you look back, the people we're fighting today, we were supporting in the fight against the Soviets. We also have a history of kind of moving in and out of Pakistan. I mean, let's remember here, the people we are fighting today, we funded 20 years ago. And we did it because we were locked in this struggle with the Soviet Union. They invaded Afghanistan, and we did not want to see them control Central Asia. And we went to work.